Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome in to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Jordan Biddle. Thanks so much for supporting this podcast. We have a ton to talk about because I haven't done a podcast in a while. Ooh, man, I think it's since the beginning of the year, but there's a lot that has happened since then. We're not going to talk about all of it. We all know what the position the Reds are in. And it's not a very good one. Obviously, we we got the where are you gonna go and blah blah blah. We've talked, we've seen that a billion times. And you know what? Everybody knows that the Castellini should sell the team. I'm not gonna get into that today because I'm honestly really tired of hearing about it. I'm I'm tired of hearing about the Castellinis. Um, but we have a ton to talk about today. That includes uh, pitching, uh, hitting, uh, prospects, and. Uh, I think we're in good hands, uh, you know, uh, with with Hunter Green, which we're going to start off with Hunter Green. Everybody knows Hunter Green's got the, got the potential to be a Cy Young Award winner. He's 22 years, 22 years old. People forget how young he is, and he's throwing 100 miles an hour, striking guys out like it's it, it's not a big deal. You know, the, the kid just threw a, uh, an almost uh, an eight-inning no-hitter um, of course, we lost that game, which is absolutely absurd. But we, we he threw he was he, he was no hitting the Pirates through seven and two thirds innings. They had to pull him because he was at 120 pitches. That's great. Well, I mean, but what a game by Hunter Green there! Everybody knows that he's going to be great. But one thing that he has got to work on is walking, guys. He has a pitch that goes 100 miles per hour plus he has a slider that is absolutely insane he, he must have been working on a slider in the offseason because I'm telling you what man that thing is nasty I didn't when I used to watch videos of Hunter Green in the minor leagues his slider was not near as good as, as it is right now that's his best pitch even with his 100 mile an hour fastball his slider is his best best pitch period it's great. But something with Hunter Green is that his walks have got to be reduced. That is how he how he is going to get better and how he's going to be successful. Because if he keeps walking, guys, walks will haunt. I've seen it over and over and over again as a Reds fan. From Rookie Davis to Homer Bailey to Hunter Green, you know. It, it's 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 very annoying to see, but I think he'll uh, he'll approach it uh, the right way and and uh, nail down the control because it's Hunter Green. He he works hard. He's very diligent. Obviously, from interviews, everybody knows that he's um, uh, very mature in his um, interviews. So <clears throat> you gotta love him. But anyway, walks gotta come down. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not really worried about pitching. I'm not worried about pitching at all, especially with the the uh, prospects that are coming up for the Reds. You know, we have Connor Phillips, which, by the way, was the steal of the trade. It's looking like it's the steal of the trade. The player to be named later, Connor Phillips from the Mariners. The guy's pitched like 35 innings and has over 60 strikeouts. 
in, um, I th- if I'm not mistaken, it's in double A. It might be single A. But anyway, either way, the guy's dominating. He's just insane, right? We have um, Connor Phillips, uh, Williams, or Williamson, um, who's our, I believe, fourth uh, prospect, fourth or fifth. I think fourth now since Green's been moved off the prospect list. Um, we got Williamson. We got uh, Christian Roa. We have Ashcraft. I mean, he looked really good against Toronto. I mean, people forget Toronto's offense is insane. You know, with uh, Bo Bichette and Vladimir Gutierrez and, and, and uh, Chapman. Uh, of course, he's more of a defense player, but still, he, he's pretty decent. Um, there is Springer. I mean, Ashcraft went almost five innings against him. And, and his, his pitch count was down. It, w- it wasn't even close to being 80 pitches. So, um, Ashcraft look, looked very good. Um, we have... Um, you know, obviously, Lodolo. We have um, this kid named, uh, I want to talk about Abbott, uh, Andrew Abbott. Uh, guys, remember him, his name. Please just remember his name. He's dominating, dominating in double A. Uh, left-hander, he's got a sick curveball. Fastball reaches 95, 96. Uh, that's where he tops out out. You know, not, not, too, uh, not too great like Hunter Green or anything, but... You know, it's it's 95, it's 96 miles an hour, for the love of God. I mean, that's it's pretty good. So his curveball is what's really what, what what what's outstanding. It's like that big Kershaw hook. It's it's not as good, of course, as Kershaw, but you know, it, 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 that's what I would compare it to. So uh, Andrew Abbott is dominating. I am not at all worried about pitching. That, that I mean. That we're good, <laughs> we're good there. But speaking of pitching, I wanted to talk about a guy that everyone, everyone, Reds fans, Reds organization doesn't matter who it is, Reds, everyone has forgot about, and that's T.J. Antone. I'm telling you guys, this guy is gonna come back with some fire. People forget what he did last season. The guy had an ERA of two. 33.2 innings pitch, 42 strikeouts, with an ERA plus of 224. That means he's he's 124% above league average. That is insanity. TJ Antone will come back, be the closer immediately. I'm telling you right now, Alexis Diaz is great. He's good. He's having a phenomenal season. But I'm telling you guys, TJ Antone is something special. I've been following him, following him on Instagram, and he has this hashtag called um, Journey to 101. This guy's trying to hit 101 miles an hour, and, you know, he's going to do it. He's throwing again. I don't know if he's going to get any action this year, but he's going to be at spring training next year, and he's going to be back and, and ready to go. Um I can't wait to see TJ Antone pitch because he's one of my favorite pitchers to watch. And he losing him last season was just as valuable as losing a guy like Nick Castellanos. And people are like, oh, hold on a minute, man. Nick Castellanos had a great season left. TJ Antone was our closer. He was a two-inning closer. He could start in the eighth, end in the ninth, and call it. 
I mean, every time he came in, it was almost guaranteed that you would win a game. People forget about T.J. Ancho. Do not forget about T.J. Ancho. Think about it. If we have a rotation next year, just to throw out there, okay, as Lodolo, Green, say we trade Castillo and we have Mally. We have Mally. You know what? We'll just go. We'll go this way. Say we have all four pitchers, or all the pitchers that we have now. It's going to be Castillo, Mally, Green. Lodolo, and the fifth spot is going to be up for grabs, right? And these guys, Connor Phillips, uh, Williamson, uh, TJ Antone, Alexis Diaz, Sessa, all of these guys are going to be in the bullpen. It's going to be a great bullpen. Not to mention we're going to have Matt McClain up next year. There's no way that we don't. We're going to have Tyre Stevenson, Jonathan India, Joey Votto, Mike Moustakis, Nick Senzel, I mean, we have a ton of guys that are be go- that are going to be coming up and playing some major league baseball. It's very exciting, very exciting. But I don't think we're going to have that rotation. I think it's going to be Green, Lodelo, and I think Mally and Castillo. They're going to be traded by the deadline. So we're gonna we're gonna have to see what happens to the uh, to the uh, rotation. But um, it, it's exciting for me. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, you know, Overton, you know, unfortunately he got hurt. But, you know, what if we found a a uh, diamond in the rough with an Overton? He's, he's under 30 years old. He's got like seven pitches. The guy's unpredictable in every single one of them. He's got great control. What he did this year so far has been downright crazy unbelievable. If the Reds don't give this guy another chance, if they don't, hang on to him and at least give him 10, 15 starts and see what he's got, they're insane. Because his ERA, I think the last time I checked, it was like 1.24 and five starts, or in four starts, um, one of the two. But anyway, Overton, again, I'm not worried about pitching. I'm excited for the pitching. Uh, the one thing that we have to address is hitting. Uh, but where we're weakest at is the outfield because we have Joey Votto at first. He's not going to be. He's only going to be here one, two years, maybe three if he's if he's still healthy and ready to go. Um, we have Joey Votto, India, shortstop. We're going to have Barrero, uh, McLean going to be coming up next year. Um, uh, we have uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Um, Probably going to be up next year at some point, maybe 2025 or 2024, my bad. Um, you know, that that's going to be exciting. Um, you know, we have uh, Tyler Stevenson, a catcher. Uh, so, you know, uh, the infield is, is, is good. We're good in the infield. It's the outfield that I'm really worried about, you know. Um, the, the, uh, you know, the, the Jay Allen is going to be our center fielder of the future. He's not going to be up until 2024, 2025. He's only, I think, 19 years of age. Um, yeah, he's balling. He's got, uh, I believe, like 16, 17 stolen bases down in the minor leagues. He's got insane speed. He's got a good bat. He's a five-tool player. He's 6'3". He's got tons of speed. 
His defense is great. His arm is good. His, his bat is good. He's a five-tool player. So Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Allen is the center fielder of the future. Center, or Sinzel, I'm not sure what, what he's going to be. He's hurt again. He's batting 190. I don't know what he is. You know, I, I, I see so much potential in Sinzel. I really do. But the guy cannot stay healthy. Every single time he gets hot, it's like, boom, he's done for three weeks. It's it's insane. It's insane. You know, Austin Hendricks, I honestly don't think Austin Hendricks is going to be anything. I think Austin Hendricks is going to be a, a, a an outfield bench player um, that, that, you know, fills in for the outfielders, whoever they may be in, in four or five years or three or four years, whatever it may be. <clears throat> I think he's going to be a, a, a like a Scott Shepler or a Adam Duvall or something like that. He's not going to be a starter. He's going to be a fill-in type of guy. Uh, but, you know, the outfield needs to be addressed. And, and the way we address it is you have to trade Castillo. You have to trade Maui. You have to trade one of these guys, if not both. You know, I love Castillo. I love Maui. And people would argue, why would you trade Castillo you know Mally is a guy you can trade but like why would you trade Castillo because we have Green we have Mick Lodolo we have Ashcraft we have um, um, Andrew Abbott Abbott is going to be a great pitcher I'm telling you guys see I think he's ranked number 11 10 or 11 or 12 or something like that in our in our um, Reds um uh, minor league system or rankings, or whatever, or top thirty. But this guy is dominating in the minor leagues. He, he's going to be up by next year. He's going to be competing for a rotation spot next season. He's not going to be up uh, this season. He's going to be in AAA by the end of the year, though. He is dominating, just absolute, absolutely insane. He's pitched like uh, 37, 38 innings um, in the minor leagues and. He has like 60 strikeouts, over 60 strikeouts. You know, he's just been absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, Andrew Abbott has. I'm, I'm you know, uh, you have to trade Castillo or Malley. You know, uh, I have a couple guys here that the Reds can uh, trade for um, that will go with, you know, the, the, the rebuild. Um, so one of them is, you know, trade Castillo for, and maybe a prospect for Joe Adele. Okay, Joe Adele, why would you want to be Joe Adele, right? Joe Adele is behind uh, Otani. He's behind Mike Trout, the greatest offensive baseball player of all time, in my opinion. The greatest pure hitter of all time. Joe, imagine the pressure. Joe Adele has to replace both of these guys. He's not going to want to do that. Who wants to do that? No one. I'm telling you right now, the Angels need the pitching. They need the extra starter. Give them an outfielder like maybe Luis Castillo and maybe even Austin Hendricks. You know, yes, he was our first-round pick, what, two years ago? He's not that great, guys. I'm telling you, all he is is a big power hitter. He's going to hit 230. Okay? He's going to be another Scott Shepard. All right. Yes, he's only 19 years old. All right. But I'm telling you guys, 
Austin Hendricks is he's not he's not that great. I'm telling you. Okay, he can't he can't lay off anything. He doesn't walk a lot. He's just going to be another Scott Shebler, Adam Duvall. Okay, so we have to address the outfield. That's one. Joe Adele. Trade Castillo, trade Malley, and an outfielder for Joe Adele. Another one from the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, Corbin Carroll. Okay, this kid is absolutely crazy. He is in Double A, batting three twenty eight um, with a four sixty two on base percentage. Has twelve home runs through thirty four games. Oh my God! I mean. You would have to trade up Castillo or trade Castillo and maybe a, a higher um, prospect. But for the love of God, please, I would die for this guy. Arizona Diamondback, I think he's a top, if I'm not mistaken, he's a top 20 um, prospect in all of baseball. But he would be a great snag for the Reds. Um, I would love to see the Reds uh, grab him. You know, again, the Reds. They're, they're going to be fine with pitching. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to trade both Castillo and Malley, but one of them, they're, they're going to go. You know, um, I think, I do believe that it would be, if it was one or the other, it would be uh, Castillo because you're going to have to pay Castillo probably 15 to maybe even upper, upwards to $20 million per year. Um, I would say more closer to 15, but, you know, with the with the the prices um, and baseball and sports rising and, the, and, the, and players asking for more money, it might be closer to twenty. But anyway, it would be more than likely Castillo that would be traded. Um, one more guy I have is um, is Zach Veen. He's from the Colorado Colorado Rockies organization. Uh, he's a top thirty prospect uh, in all of baseball. Um, he's in, if I'm not mistaken, is in single A. Batting 268, 370 on base percentage, four home runs, 22 RBIs, and 10 stolen baggers. But he is a left handed stud. Great defense, great speed, uh, great arm, good bat. I think he would be a great addition for the Reds. We, you might be able to get Malley and, and somebody like Siani or Austin Hendricks uh, to go to Colorado and maybe able to, 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 to keep Castillo. Um, and that one, uh, but Zach Veen would be a great addition for this Reds team. And you know what else I, I noticed with, with guys like um, uh, Jay Allen, Mac McLean, uh, uh, De La Cruz, and even Austin Hendricks. One, one thing I noticed about all these guys, they all have insane speed. Jay Allen has uh, 16 stolen bases, McLean has 10, De La Cruz has 10. You know, that's the minor leagues. They're not going to have as much. Um, but uh, Jay Allen is, is as fast as Billy Hamilton, for one. He could be the next 30-30 guy. Uh, McLean, he's got enough speed to get 15, 20 baggers a year. De La Cruz is the same, you know. And Zach Veen is a guy that is the same way. He's the same way. Um, I didn't check the stolen bases for Corbin Carroll, but I'm pretty sure they're decent. Oh, and yes, they are. Here they are. Uh, thirteen. He has 13 stolen bags for Corbin Carroll. I'm telling you, this guy, Corbin Carroll, would be insanely great 
to uh, snag from the Diamondbacks. You just give them uh, a good prospect and, and Luis Castillo, and we, we, we'd be all right with uh, I would be perfectly fine with that. Um, uh, for me, rebuilding, I'm telling you guys, we're good with pitching. I'm telling you. We're, we're perfectly fine. And when we were rebuilding the first time, back in like 2015, 2016, 2017, and so on, we were in trouble. Everybody knew that the Reds, we were in trouble. This rebuild, I am, I mark my words, this is going to be a re, uh, a real uh, rebuild for the Cincinnati Reds is going to be absolutely great. Um, you know, just naming off the prospects, they're great prospects, McLean, Jay Allen is one of the the, the, the ones I'm, I'm more excited about than anything. Uh, we got him, I think, in a lottery pick last season in the second round. I think in the second round last year. He's 19 years old. He's batting 268 in single A. Um, last time I checked, again, he has um, 16 stolen bags. He's got three or four home runs. He, he, he's, he's got a good eye. He's only 19 years of age, and his defense is phenomenal. You know, he, he's, his speed is he's a Billy, he's a Billy Hamilton with power, with hitting. Let's just put it that way. Okay? Billy, if Billy Hamilton could hit, just hit. They didn't even have to have power. Just hit. The guy would have been a 10-time all-star. Okay? So, Jay Allen is one of the guys I'm most excited about. He's going to um, um, replace Sinzel. Sinzel. I'm sorry, but Sinzel's not going to have anything on this guy unless Sinzel can turn around with injuries. Um, I do have hope for Sinzel, but, you know, that's, that's a different conversation for a different day. But, um, yeah, anyway, those three guys um, are the guys I would trade for. Um, you know, Adele, Corbin Carroll. Um, and then Zach Veen. Uh, those are just three throwouts there. Uh, but for Castillo, you're, you're going to have to get a top 50 prospect in all, in, uh, in, um, in all of baseball. You have to get a top 50 prospect. Um, but to, to, to get like a top 25, you'd have to add a, a one of our uh, prospects in there as well. And that would be uh, a guy like um, Ciani or, uh, or Hendricks or um, even like a guy like Callahan or something like that. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what the Reds do this 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 trade deadline. I, I, I just don't see how they don't trade Castillo and Malley, to be honest with you. I just don't see how they don't do it. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. It's, it's going to be really exciting to see. It's going to be really exciting. I get more excited about when the Reds rebuild than when um, they're good. You know, the, when they're good, it's just so stressful. But, but when they're rebuilding, it's just like, what do we have to worry about? You know, we just have to worry about these these guys that we tech, technically bring or literally bring up through our system. <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, bring them up and, 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 and teach them the right way to, to play Reds baseball. You know, uh, they grow up. They, they they grow up through the the red system, and they see how how good of fans that that are rooting for them. It's just I don't know. It's just really exciting. It's just really exciting. And uh, we have a top ten um, 
according to MLB, um, we have a top 10 uh, prospect um, organization. So I'm, I'm just really excited for, for the Reds and uh, to, to see what they have and, and uh, 2024, 2025, and so on, because I believe that the Reds will literally have a real shot at a World Series in 2025, 2026. Um, you know, next year we're going to really improve with with the pitching. We're really going to to get we're we're going to get better next year. Let's just say that we're going to be better. Uh, 20, 2023 is going to be a growing year, but 2024 is really when we're when we're going to start getting competitive and uh, looking to a World Series. So I'm 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 thrilled for that and. Um, I hope you guys are too. So um, I hope I didn't miss anything here. But again, guys, uh, to recap, TJ, do not forget about TJ Antone. Um, n- nobody, I, I, I don't think anybody should be worried about the pitching um, for at least five, six years. Um, our pitching is great. Uh, remember these names, uh, Andrew Abbott, Joe Boyle. I'm telling you, look him up. He is great. He's great. Uh, Connor Phillips is going to be great. Um, you know, Liddell is going to be great. Green's going to be great. They're both young rookies. And, you know, we, we have a, a Ashcraft. We have six or seven um, pitchers who are just going to be phenomenal. So it's it's going to be something to look forward to. There's going to be a bunch of competition. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun um, for for the pitching. Um, but a, a, another recap here: we have to get we have to address the outfield. Uh, you know, Naquin, he's not going to be here with us in a couple years. Uh, uh, Sinzel, he's just not, he's not cutting it. Uh, Kino is not, just throw him out the, you know, he's been hitting good lately, but like, he's not going to do it. Uh, so we, 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 we can't, we can't rely on those guys to be great. You know, we have to at least get, if we're, if we're going to trade Castillo and Mally, we have to get a top outfield prospect. Uh, preferably, I would prefer Adele, but that is a long shot in my opinion. But, you know, Corbin Carroll, Zach Veen, that'd be great. But anyway, uh, I hope I didn't miss anything uh, today, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to do more podcasts in the future. I'm hoping to, to, to get one at least one or two in every week from here on out. Um, uh, it's going to be exciting to see what the Reds' future is, but... Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, hit me up at Resonation5. That's at Resonation5 on Twitter. If you guys have any questions or comments or anything like that, let me know what the questions are because I will put them on the podcast and answer them for you. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I will see you guys next time.